Yo, 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 what's good? Me, Sneak, what's up, man? What's up, what's up, KG? What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the show with the float. You know how I go, KG. Hey, hey they, they probably think we the corniest dudes right now. <laughs> hey, hey, but anyways, this is the Player to Player podcast. And uh, tonight, I feel like we got a really special episode for y'all. Um, Meek, I've been talking to you about this all damn day. And you've been like, so what exactly are we talking about? Like, I get it, but, like, what are we talking about? Y'all, we talking about signs that your man has a God complex. <laughs> so You're going you gonna to cause a lot of breakups tonight. Look, look, I, I just I, I just want to be insightful and um, <laughs> I, I just want to be real. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and jump into it. All right. So, Mika, I did a little bit of research today. All right. Mm-hmm. And so, first of all, let's define a God complex and let's put oh, it. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Let, let's 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 shape it towards a man. So a man with a God complex is a person with an uncontrolled sense of narcissism, inflated arrogance, and a perceived need to treat others as being inferior to him. Mm -hmm. So I went and, you know, I started just randomly searching and uh, randomly, like, you know, surfing the web and just, you know, going to different websites. And one thing that, and a site that I found, it said uh, 10 signs that he has a God complex. And so these were 10 signs. It said he has a habit of interrupting you while you speak. He has a sky high level of arrogance. It's all about how it makes him look. He convinces you that he is irreplaceable. He is too dominant. He will tell you that you don't appreciate him. He thinks he is entitled. He can't take criticism. He is a relentless judge, and he is addicted to power. Hmm. So when I I, I read that, I didn't even have to to really just read um, because they provided like insight as to, okay, these are signs, and this is, I just read that, and I was like, damn. (laughs) Let me me ask you something, though. I got you. Out of those 10... Out of those ten uh, different categories that you named off just now, if you get, if you could give yourself one point for each one of those, for each one of those points, uh, or each one of those categories, how many points would you have total? So I mean, like on a scale of what, one to ten for it each? It's just, it's just one, it's just one point per each, for oh, each wow. uh, title. Yeah, how many points would you have? Bro, that's easy. That's an easy nine or ten, bro. Like that's <laughs> at some point throughout whatever particular relationship, I don't date that often. Now I crush a lot. <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> but I I've felt all of those things, man, and I've done several of those things before. I've I've dated, you know, I've talked to girls that I just felt like you're 
I'm more intelligent than you. You're not like we don't even talk about the same stuff. And so like let's just let me educate you about every topic. I've interrupted women while they speak. I've carried myself with a certain level of arrogance. I've 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 always felt like I was irreplaceable. I felt like I was the best damn thing that happened to you. Um but I, I was a, I was a relentless judge. I was a relentless, especially in my in my like towards the end of my last relationship because I just let the the emotions that already were in my mind, I let them. I just verbalized what was going on. You know what I'm saying? And let me let me interrupt you right there. All that you're saying and all that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, is that really uh? Is that does that really add up to arrogance, or does it add up to self confidence? And and that's and that's the thing, man. Because you know, um, back in the day, I used to struggle with that because I would always tell you, I'd be like, man, me, I don't know why people think I'm so cocky, so conceited, this and that. Because you remember, I would call you that in my time at OSU because mm-hmm. all I wanted to do was just succeed, man. You know what we went through with NLC and. It was one of those things I didn't care about other people's feelings and all the rest of that. Like I was just there for for a particular reason, mm-hmm. and um, it always bothered me that people would get this wrong idea of me, like I was a super serious person and and all this or whatever. You know, I even talked to my mom about. It. I was like, Mom, I said I think I'm about to be more modest and this and that and stuff, and it didn't it didn't strike a chord to me anything anybody was saying until she just looked at me and said, "Baby boy, you can't hide God's blessings just because somebody else doesn't feel." the way that you feel about yourself, about them, about themselves. Like you can't but hide that. That's you exactly know? what I'm saying just there. That's exactly what I'm saying this year, because why should you, why you, you know, the type of things, we, uh, the type of, the type like of meat me. we bring to the table. So why yeah. should we, why should we as young men have to kind of downplay ourselves for you? As a, if anything, if anything, I, I, this is me personally. I feel as though you should try to up your game a little bit. If you feel as though that you're, if you're intimidated because your man does this and he does that. Now, as a man, I'm, I'm, I'm to be honest. As a man, you're never supposed to make your woman feel inferior, never. But if she could, if she could realize the type of quality do what she have, then I feel as though that she should perhaps up her game a little bit. You, you get what I'm saying? Because that's when both you guys are going to grow. That's the balance that you have to find in that relationship is how do I let this person, this individual that I am dating, that I am married to, or that I am, you know, seriously in love with, whatever you want to call it. How do mm. I let them be themselves without trying to circumcise the person that they are? Because. I mean, yeah, for the lack of a better term, circumcise the person that they are. Like, it is just, it's it's difficult. It's a difficult balance, and you can't get that unless, you know, and I'm big on this, and I'm always going to be big on this, and y'all going to hear me say this. I'm going to beat the, you know, the dead horse over the head with it every single time. You have to let your relationship live and breathe biblical uh, quotes biblical scriptures and biblical things like you have to let it transform into that because I think that um and make this this is I'm, I'm I'm just I'm just gonna let you know like in the last couple of relationships that I've had I felt like that was a thing that I had was a God complex 
and not in the sense of what this list was talking about, but in the sense that there were women that I talked to that had some serious issues personally. And I'm not going to get mm-hmm. into their business, but they had some issues personally that made them feel insecure and everything. And it didn't really have anything that happened. Uh, to, it didn't have anything to do with what happened in our relationships. It was just the fact that they had some serious issues that they hadn't worked out before they had gotten with me. And so and see them, that's, look, that's look, look, the problem. Let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish this point and I'll let you speak. What happened was, was, I came into the relationship thinking that, okay, well, God's going to give me the tools and I can sit here and help this woman in the chapter of her life. And I can do this and I can do that. I can't change anybody. I can't play God. And so when I look back over those, you know, these past couple of relationships I had recently, that's been the biggest thing that I've realized is that I can't bash them. I can't point a finger at them because that thumb does truly point back at me because I had a God complex because I thought I could fix these women. I thought I could fix them. I thought I could take on a project, you know, um, and, and really try to fix this woman's life in whatever area she was failing in, whether it was financially, uh, emotionally, spiritually, or physically. Like I thought I could do that. And when I finally, you know, started getting back into the word, I really started realizing what it was. I was like, man, I was trying to control this woman and trying to mold her into something that I wanted, not something that I deserve. And something that I feel like I deserve is going to be something that's sent from God. But that's just me though. Now the floor is yours. But I mean, why, in any event, why would you feel as though you need to fix these women? Like, why, what, what makes you feel? What makes you feel as though that that's your job to fix them? Well, man, when I <laughs> man, I saw you can't I saw, answer. I, no, you look, can't look, answer. Look, I'm gonna try to answer. I'm gonna try to answer. I saw some beautiful women who either a didn't believe in themselves, b just had nothing going because they didn't have any motivation or this and that or see all the, you know, all the above. It was just one of those things where I was just like, well, maybe just a little kick or a push or, you know, like in the right direction would get them, you know, going. And I was like, maybe I'll be the Kickstarter for that. And that was something that I had to realize that I'm not a Kickstarter. Like that's not my job. Now I believe that, All right, Meek Sneak, you good? Yeah, I'm good. All now, right. What I'm, what I'm saying is the fact that... Let me let me finish that last part for the people. What I was basically saying, y'all, was it, before we had a technical difficulties, all I was saying was this right here, was that some people have gifts, either you're a giver or you're an encourager. I just so happen to be an encourager, but um, at those particular moments, that was the only role that I could have played but in a roundabout way what I was trying to answer well how I was trying to answer Miko's question was basically I don't have an answer to what he was saying so yeah the floor is yours me yeah but see that just goes back to everything that I've been that I've been saying in these past episodes that uh you you even said it as well why why is it that when we get an individual inside a inside our life we feel as though we have to fix this person. We have to do this. If you decided to enter into a, a committed relation with this person, it's never because I want to help this person reach this goal or whatever. You enter into their relationship for a particular reason, right? 
whatever may it may have been sexually, it may have been what 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 have you. But yeah, I get we could see potential in people and we could encourage people to reach that, to reach that potential. That's fine. That that's really fine. That's fine and dandy. But the more we sit there and we put forth that effort into into encouraging these people, doing this for this person, doing that, doing this. The more we doing that for our individual, that's the less time we get to work on ourselves. And that's that, exactly that's exactly up, what we were talking about another day. What's go, what's gonna what's gonna end up happening? What's gonna end up happening? All your all of your progression is gonna diminish. Mm-hmm. It's gonna diminish. And once it diminished, then that person's gonna look at you in a whole nother light of as then. Oh well, you're not the same person that I met. You used to be motivated and all that stuff. Well, dude, nigga, all of my <laughs> all of my time went into you. What you mean? Exactly. So I mean, like, it's one of those things where you have to be able to say that I am strong enough to not be swayed and not be um, uh, uh, convinced by some other person mm-hmm. that I should be feeding into their, you know, whole psyche or whatever you want to call it. Like, I, I think that's, I think that's the thing, but you know, like just for me, man, I, it was one of those things where, like I've said, like I said, in one of the other podcasts, I did feel like I could have any woman at any time. I, I felt invincible. I felt a level of arrogance. I, I just nothing really felt that. like I was at the top of my game. And and that, that was the whole thing. But like, basically what I'm saying now is, is that with the maturation process that I've gone through and that I'm still going through is that whenever now I can say that it's, there's no materialistic or uh, things, there's no accomplishments in this world that is making me feel confident. It's honestly just all coming from heaven above. So I feel like whenever you reach that that pure mode of confidence where you're just like, man, you know, I'll be honest with you. You know, I, I took the bar exam. I didn't pass. So be it, man. God is amazing. God is good. That's where my confidence comes from. It's all about faith. You get what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I feel like when you can switch and you can like kick it into high gear, man, nothing is impossible, man. You could do anything that you want that you put your mind to because you got faith, man. You got something that you can put your feet on. But like, I do feel like even for you, for me and a lot of people in our crew, like at some point in time, man, we really did sit on our high horse, especially with a lot of these, these women, because I mean, ladies, I'm sorry to say, and Meek's going to go off on, go off on this one right here when I say this, but some of y'all made it too easy. And I, I know, I know y'all probably looking at the y'all probably looking like, oh wow, wow. But some of y'all made it way too. A lot of y'all. But that's facts, though. That's facts. Yeah, that's big facts. That's, that's big facts. facts. It wasn't a challenge anymore and because it's not a challenge. Like you don't push me, and when you don't push me, um, uh, mentally anymore, then the the, the relationship kind of becomes bland. And so what happens? We just go and try to find another challenge. Now, is that is that our fault? That's a that's a different topic. But is that really our fault? I mean, I mean, y- y'all are listening to two guys who, at one point, I'm telling y'all, like y'all y'all gonna take my foot on the gas, but I'm I'm not gassing anything. 
we made future look like Russell Wilson. <laughs> Only difference between us and future is that we don't got kids. <laughs> oh man. We was really out here in these trenches though, like for real. And it was run. just so easy. Yeah. I never felt I never felt like I wasn't nobody. We would go to the same parties that all the major D1 players and like Marcus Smart and and and, and uh you know uh Markel Brown, all of them at OSU, we go to the same parties, same girls that they be trying to get on, be the same girls that be in my car with me and me when we go home. It was no difference. We played at the, the end of the college. night. At the end of the night, everyone asking, who are those two dudes? Where did they go? Who yeah. they come here with? <laughs> they ask. They asking us. They were talking to us like, bro, who y'all? Who y'all? You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like I remember I was How? talking to Kel one time. I didn't really know. I didn't really know Marcus. Marcus like that. So I didn't really talk to him. But I knew Kel like that. Me and Kel was cool. And so Kel was asking me. He's like, bro, so uh, like, what you, what you? <laughs> <laughs> what, y- what y'all doing at this? Y'all got some y'all got some girls? I'd be like, hell yeah, bro. I was like, shoot, <laughs> we had some come through before we came to the party. Like now, and they was like, Yeah, for real, you had some girls? And I was like, Yeah, they came through the they came to my suite. That was with me, me, Andy Jones, yada yada yada. We came back out because they they left, you know, after everything was said and done, and then boom, it's like, yeah, we about to have another little party. We got some chicks that's about to come through again. So I mean like he's pretty <laughs> much he's pretty much just saying that we lived. We lived. So we're yeah, trying we, so we're we're, we're we just trying well. to show you that. Yeah we did we did real well. We're just trying to show you that we have done we've been there. We've done that. So all the things that some of you may or may not have experienced um we're trying to give you an insight on an in-depth insight from two intellectual individuals who has been there. And so hopefully you can be able to make a better decision than we did. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, and, and, and that's, that's the whole point of this because man, um, I'm just going to be real. Like everything, w- there's nothing that was said on this podcast that is wrong. You're right. Meek. I'm right. The whole thing <laughs> is, is that ladies, there are men out there who really do have God complexes. But you as a woman, you can't sit there and feed into that. Like literally, no. like like seriously, pray about that stuff. Pray for the man that you deserve, not the man that you want. The man mm-hmm. that you want is the dude is Michael B. Jordan. The man that you deserve is probably little old Johnny, uh, Johnny Dukes, Johnny Taylor, Jimmy Ray. You know what I'm saying? Maybe <laughs> just they don't have it all together right now. But at the same time, you don't have to go over there and say, all right, here's my car. Here's my body. Here's my mind. Here's my uh, entire uh, account at Bank of America. No, what you do, you go over there and you be a staple in this life. You be an influencer. The same way that some of y'all let these uh, these IG models and all the rest of them convince y'all that y'all got to look a certain way for a man. That's the same way that you should have. That's the same influence that you need to have in your man's life. Show him the way of God. Show him how to treat you. Show him how to respect you. And most of all, don't let him gain some type of competitive advantage over you. And that's all I'm saying with this whole God plex. Some men just really suffer from a God's complex because they built these things up as kids. Me, I will be real with you. When I was a kid, they called me hefty lefty. All right. (laughs) 
my uncle was always making fun of me. He always told me I look like a fat Hispanic. And <laughs> I was fat. And, and so I was hurt, man. Like, you know, at one point I felt like I couldn't have any girl because I was fat. I always said, man, when I lose weight and I get this right here, I'm going to do that. Man, I was hurt. So when I did get in shape, I did have a six pack and all the rest of that. Um, that's what I was doing, bro. I was chasing something that, that, that I felt like I wanted, you know what I'm saying? And it didn't matter. My dad would always tell me, he'd be like, bro, it's like, do it for yourself. Not just because you want to have this girl and that girl. I thought that's what they wanted. But then when Mm. I got her, I was like, oh, okay. No, it really was like that. I mean, that was my ringtone at one point back then. Shout out to Pops. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, shout out to Pops. See, but... But that's facts, though. That's yeah. facts. See, yeah, we may have our our God complex, right? But I think that it's, I I, th- I think I think we have to elaborate a little bit more on that, for the simple fact that we have we have this, like you said, a God complex for a particular reason, and then, and it's for it's more for, it's not for anyone else. It's for us. This is how we feel about ourselves. So if I if I meet Sneak, feel as though that I'm on this certain level, that if I feel as though I'm on this certain level, I want my woman to have that same that same self confidence. A lot mm-hmm. of women don't. A lot of mem- KJ, remember the type of women we used to look for, we used to pray on. <laughs> <laughs> Daddy issues and low self confidence. No one baby always. <laughs> but. But I want my woman to be on that same level of confidence because once she once she has that and she be like, okay, my dude was saying something, but you know what? I'm saying something too. So that means we saying something together. So when people see us, they gonna think of a straight power couple. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And th- but that's the mindset that these females supposed to have. Not that oh well, you think you're better than me, so I'm not gonna do this. I'm not. No, no, no. We're supposed to grow in this together. There are that some things that we we men we can teach you females. Believe it or not, there are some things. <laughs> some of y'all just gotta literally, literally listen, bro. Some some of y'all just gotta literally sit down and listen to your man. Just sit down and listen to him. Don't butt in. Don't 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 um um go all crazy and what's not. Just sit down and listen to him. And really accept what he is saying, and then embrace it, and then watch, just just watch the relationship grow from there. So, but at the same time, we got to give them that same type of love too. We I we got to sit down and listen. Because, like I said, like I said, in our, our, I think our very first podcast, um, I think that's what what women and men have to realize is that, um, you know. If a woman's going coming into my life right now, I want her to understand from the get go. Look, and, and like we're being serious about it, not just playing around like everybody else want to do. I just want her to understand from the get go. Like, look, baby, from the jump, you are my rib. You are by my side. I don't walk before you. I don't walk after you, and vice versa. We are a team. Let's do. Let's let's act as such. Women play so many important roles, and not only in the house now but also outside of the house. You know, they go in there and they make a lot of money. They do a lot of different things. They come home with, uh, with just as much as men do, and, 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 and they put a lot on the table. And I respect that, and I love that. That's, that's the type of women I was raised by, so I react well with that. 
But mm-hmm. like, um, you know, one thing I can't I can't stand is it's just like I love a confident woman, man. I can't I just can't stand it. Confidence woman is sexy, bro. It's sexy. Yeah, y'all Y'all are all queens in your own right. Just because you don't have all your eggs in a basket does not mean that that but we can't make an omelet. We don't want you. Yeah. And, and uh, how about this? How about this right here? How about this? In the last seven minutes, let's let's go in. Let's go in real quick. Mm-hmm. All right. Maybe I have a guy complex because if me as a man pulls up um, to the mall and I'm driving a hoopty. Uh, the passenger door barely opens. My window is like, uh, is is all like you know busted out, and I got uh, you know vice grips and duct tape ho- uh, holding it down on that window. Um, You're describing some you people's know, cars over there today, bro. Come on, <laughs> I, I got a dummy <laughs> on my tire. I got a I got a dummy. T- I got as I said, I got a dummy on my tire. I got a dummy tire, and I pull up. The most gorgeous, the most sexiest woman walks across. Uh, she she walks towards me. She won't even she won't even acknowledge me because of the car. I can get out and uh, in the nicest suit, have the nicest cut, everything fresh. I'm I'm confident. I got everything going for me. She won't even acknowledge me because of my car. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. However, on the flip side, if that was her in that situation, I'd be the first one to be like, oh, how are you doing? Like, are you? Are you <laughs> yeah, because hey. at that point in time, because she's driving that car, you feel as though, all right, she ain't got it all together like she like like she portrays. So uh-huh. what you're going to try to do is try to get her to that level. What I'm saying, that's for fine and dandy, but don't forget about yourself, bro. Like yeah. you, you gave that you gave yeah. that scenario just now. I'm gonna give I'm gonna give a scenario that well you know you know this quite well. Whenever we go inside any club or party or anything, what's one of the first things we do? We walk oh, around we the club. Scope. We gotta, we gotta scope, scope the scene. All right, we gotta scope it out. When we scope the scene, we find the baddest. We don't go for the eyes. We don't go for the we don't go for the mediums. No, we go for the baddest. Mm-hmm. Now we go and we go, we go and we start talking to the batters, and she ain't really feeling us just because she don't know us like that. That's all right. Lose one, you gain two, and at the end of the night, you end up with two. So at at the end of the night, I'm still feeling good and confident about myself because I'm not gonna let whatever you got going on affect me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because at the end, yeah. when she sees me walking out the club with two, then I see him one. Oh, and then we go to our car and what's up? Then she wanna come up. Oh, so, so what you were talking about? What, what's up? Oh no, I that's that's already passed. I'm good now. And then that brings down see, her confidence. See, see the thing, the thing I think that, the thing I think that we're getting at is basically like, there's a certain level of confidence that each individual needs to bring to the relationship. It's just that you can't be like the mad king back in the day who was the anointed king and everybody loved him. And then all of a sudden his heart was, uh, became full of greed and hate and angst and lust. So I think that's, I think that's what people need to understand. I hope that's a clear analogy or just example for you guys out there to really just kind of, you know, think about because there's a line that you can't cross, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And, 
you have to make sure that your confidence is coming from a pure source. It can't be coming from the world because when you base your, your whole persona and who you are on likes from social media, approval from people in, in the real world and, um, and other things, materialistic things, possessions, you know, you have to find a balance, but you also have to make sure that your source is pure because uh, if you don't, then it, 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 that's how you really start growing a, a God's complex. So, I mean, in the last few minutes, um, in the last few minutes, like, you know, for uh, this podcast, man, I just want to, I, I truly, like, I'm not even asking, like, I'm begging a lot of you guys that are listening to this podcast to really check your ego at the door for, I mean, like Miko said, to a point. But truly, like, what what are your priorities, man? Like, what do you truly prioritize and what do you care about? Because when you start building up a God complex, you hurt people that you don't even think that you're hurting. Because when you start building up a God complex, your heart becomes hard and you start shutting out everybody. And not just, I'm talking, not just females, your family, man. There's people in your family that are hurt by you. You know what I'm saying, me? And... Yeah, I just, I mean, it's just one of those things where I'm like, you know, really, really hone in like on your own emotional intelligence, man. If mental health was the thing that was big in 2018 and 2019, then all 2020, I'm screaming emotional intelligence, man. Be in control of your emotions and your reactions to others, because once you do that, that's whenever you become the staple in people's lives and the staple in your community. And that's real. You got to build yourself up first before you can try yeah. to build someone else up. Like real talk. I'm sorry. But and you I mean, would love that's, you, I, honestly, you would love to see everyone's comments and everything on this because this topic is actually pretty deep. Uh yeah. we got a couple more uh we're gonna on end this right now. But I would really like to see all everyone's comments on this. So we could hit, we could probably hit this again, get a couple of guests on this, um, for this particular topic because I am really interested in this because this is a very a very subjective topic, you know what I mean? Yeah, man. I mean that that's the reason why I was I was itching week. I was itching week. I said, bro, I we gotta talk about this. <laughs> <laughs> but uh man, look, y'all, look, look. Play to play uh podcast, man. Hey, it's been love on this episode right here. We got plenty more to come. We want to hear y'all feedback. But uh as we always end the show, Meek, what we always say to him. Play on, play up. Hey, keep on playing on. Play.